I am Vegas, and welcome to the first episode of Lost in the Sauce. So I want to make this first episode more of like a get-to-know-me type thing, because I feel like if you're gonna have to hear about all this shit I've been spewing, you might as well know me first. So yeah, I'm Vegas. I'm a high school student in a small town of upstate New York, and I live with my mother, father, brother, and sibling. I have a wonderful girlfriend of seven months who's long distance named Maddie, which even though it is long distance, it is hard sometimes, but we always find ways to somehow see each other. But I kind of want to start my story with the events of this week, because if you're going to get a little intro to the shit that goes on in my life, I feel like this week really takes the cake of what the fuck happens around here. So, strap in, because this is going to be one wild fucking ride. So, I was with my best friend, Kyla, who's literally my second half. I don't know what I'd do without her. And I know that's a very basic thing to say, but literally, Kyla is my fucking person. Like, I can't even imagine where I'd be without her. She's probably the person I love most in this world. But um, yeah, I was with her, and she's probably gonna come up a lot, so that's why I gave you the description. I was with her on Sunday, and we had gotten really high, and we went back to her place for a while. And I got a snap from my sibling, who I'm very close with, and knows all this nitty gritty stuff that you're about to hear about. So my mother had been cleaning my room, which is never a good thing around here because I've been smoking weed since February consistently. I had been taking my mother's pain meds for a little bit and I had a bottle of whiskey somewhere as well. I also had cigarettes around and vapes and everything. Everything under the sun that could have been found had been found. Which was kind of jarring because, you know, it's fucking November. I'm suicidal as hell and my mother just found all of my coping mechanisms that I'd been using at the time. So I'm at Kyla's and I'm freaking out and my parents are coming in 20 minutes to pick me up. And I'm trying to decide who would be better to see, my father or my mother. Cause my mother is, she cares, but she doesn't know how to show it. It's more in a standoff way. And my father had always been a very scary figure in my life ever since I was little. But my father did end up picking me up and we were in the car and everything was silent for a little bit. And then he said to me how my mother had cleaned my room and had found some things. And he said that it appears that we have failed at parenting. And I, of course, said, I don't think so, acting like I still had no idea what he was talking about. But the conversation wasn't necessarily geared towards the smoking and the drugs and everything that they found. It was more geared toward making me physically healthier because I had always been struggling with weight ever since. I could fucking remember. 
I was a gymnastics kid, like competitive gymnastics states, everything. Not the little girl stuff. But it was more geared towards that. He said to me, we just want to do what we can to make you healthier. And we want to get you the help that you need. This conversation also ended with him talking about my grandmother who has dementia, who's recently been diagnosed with lung cancer. And she is my biggest inspiration. So that has affected me for a while now, ever since her diagnosis. So I get home and everything, and I'm now mandated to eat dinner every night. I'm skipping tonight though to make this. But yeah, I have to eat dinner every night. I have to eat breakfast every morning. I have to come home, eat dinner. I have to regulated snacks every day, which isn't great because due to my anxiety that I've had since I was a child, I cannot eat or keep things down because of how anxious I get and how much it upsets my stomach. But you know, that's been the conditions of the household recently. Also this week, my mother had quit her job that she's had for 15 years. That was basically giving us the only financial support we had. So that's been a struggle recently as well. That she decided to give up the only thing that was keeping our family financially stable. And I don't know if you guys know upstate New York or whatever, but there's this place called Stewart's that's basically a fucking gas station that she's looking into. But, you know, shit happens. I don't know why she did that, and I still don't really forgive her for it, even though it's her choice. But, you know, another thing that actually happened yesterday... apologies but let me fill you in on this Krista character that's in my life and has been in my life for a while now me and Krista had been close in middle school like ever since sixth grade we had been best friends and everyone saw it we all had this little group of me Kyla and Ava who I haven't talked about yet but I'm sure we'll somehow sneak into this episode but We all were good friends, and sometimes I'd end up alone with Krista. And basically, she had been sexually assaulting me since I was probably 10, 11-ish to 13, I'd say. And she had re-entered my life recently. I gave her a second chance I thought she could prove to me that she deserved a second chance because she was my best friend no matter what she did I still cared about her she was my rock she came to me for everything and even though you can't always be everybody's everything it was still nice to feel needed in that situation with whatever was going on with her because at the time we were all in such fuck situations and we still are it's just we've learned 
how to deal with it better, I guess. But me, Kyla, and Krista have been hanging out recently and everything, and Krista had taken... Oh, shit, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be saying how names right now, but, you know, fuck it. Um, Krista had been taking interest into this senior named Matt, who my friend Kara, who I also haven't gotten into yet, has been friends with, and she knows about the whole Krista situation and everything. The only one who doesn't is fucking Krista in this situation. Like, you were the one who did it. I don't know why you've been denying it. And the worst part is about that whole thing was that all through middle school, she refused to say that she was even the slightest bit gay. And even though I never fully consented to the situation, I still thought, what was I to you? If you're not gay, then what is the point of you doing this? But I always let it happen because she has major mommy issues, like fucked mommy issues. And I just wanted to be that support for her, I guess. A thing I've noticed is that I always put my needs at the back of the line compared to everybody else's, and I think that's one of the greatest situations that show that, honestly. But yeah, me and Krista and Kyla got close again, and Krista would always say how much she missed the group and how everything's coming full circle now. And me and Kyla always looked at each other being like, I don't know if this is what we should do. I don't know if this is the smartest choice to make. And obviously, since I'm telling you this story, it fucking wasn't. But she was kicking it with Matt, and she liked him and everything. And we all knew that. She talked about it and everything. Krista knew that I'd been partaking in weed and and everything else under the sun, basically, that I could have accessibility to. And yesterday, she told people that I did coke and oxys, which I've only done oxys once, legitimate oxys once. And I was told by my good friend Talia, who is my number one homie like even though Kyla is my fucking best friend of all time Talia is my number one homie like I could come to Kyla for things but I knew that Kyla wouldn't know how to respond none of us do none of us are socially geared towards being empathetic and I think that's just how civilization has grown at this point None of us know how to be real, genuine human beings who care about people and are able to express that. But Talia is able to do that. So I would go to Talia for anything in the entire fucking world. Every single time I've been caught, I've called Talia and I've cried to her saying I don't know what to do and had to help me find a plan. But somebody else who was in the car when she said that told Talia and Talia informed me. So I text Krista saying, and I quote, I've never done fucking coke. And she said, I never said you did coke. I only said you did oxys. 
which obviously hadn't been true because I've literally had people fucking come up to me for the past two days asking if I did coke and somebody I now have the nickname cokehead in one whole day she has somehow taken the power from me just like she always does and now everyone thinks I'm a coke addict which honestly I would do coke I'm not against coke it's expensive 100% but you know if I had money I mean anybody who knows some cheap coke that won't fucking kill me hit my line I'm joking I'm joking guys but um yeah so everyone thinks I do coke now and I talked to Krista and I just don't understand how her brain works she can't have people who actually want to be in her life without completely fucking ruining it for everyone she made plans with Ava and Kyla and me today but I wasn't able to come and I didn't want to either way because of what she did and she told Ava and Kyla she basically kicked them to the curb last minute to go hang out with Matt who she was obviously talking shit to but you know that's the way she is and every time that I think about going back to her and giving her another shot. I really just want to fucking listen to this podcast. Because I just can't do it anymore. Another thing she did when we were hanging out this week was she basically wanted to demonstrate to me the way that someone hugged her, I guess. And she basically just she said beforehand. I don't want this to be sexual assault. And then proceeded to grab my ass and grab my tits. And Kyla was there and looked at me. And I looked at her. And I don't want to keep giving up my power to her. Because being vulnerable is one of the worst feelings that anyone can feel. Even though there are some times that we still need to feel vulnerable, no one acceptingly allows themselves to be at their I don't know how else to say it but besides vulnerable state but you know that's the events of this week that I've gone through I've had a few notes that I've written down that I wanted to like say but the main reason I wanted to do this now instead of later was that I could feel some sort of dissociative depressive episode coming on I just wanted to distract myself from that but um I can feel an episode like that coming on hours before it happens it's like in you know in a horror movie when they have like the big crow that's somewhere and you hear it calling and you know that something bad's going to happen to the main character or whoever is involved in the situation that's what it feels like like you the feeling of the air before a storm like you can feel the humidity 
even before it happens that a big storm is coming. But, you know, that's just the way life is. Another thing is that due to my parents finding everything, I have to go to therapy now. Which I'm not against the idea. I've always wanted to look into it or somehow find a way that it can just help me in some way. Even though four of us out of my five friends are now somehow involved in therapy. Excluding Kara. But I want to use it as something useful. I don't necessarily want to get better, I guess. As selfish as that is to say. But I've always been like this. So snapping out of it just wouldn't be me. And that's another reason I wanted to name this episode Don't Pity Me is because in therapy I feel like there's more pity going on for the person than actual reflection and diagnosis coming from the therapist and I want it to be something like that because obviously something is fucked up in my brain and I want to know what it is can't keep living and I guess Krista just snapped me by the way after I haven't talked to her so why don't we open it together guys um it was a message that said hey I don't want you to be mad at me I love you I'm sorry exactly what I'm going to say there is I'm not mad and I love you too and I don't want that to be my response but there you go that's the fucked up shit that happens here you know what they say life beats you down you you gotta make the choice between getting back up and bracing yourself for another blow or lying on the cold cement. And I'll be honest with you, for one, I'm the one laying on the fucking sidewalk. I never thought the whole sexual assault thing affected me too much, you know. As I've grown, I've dealt with worse shit, like I was groomed by a 19-year-old when I was 12 who faked his own death and would overdose on Xanax to make me feel bad if I didn't send him a pic or say I love you the right way. But, you know, that's just something else for you to look forward to, all those stories of that crazy shit that happened during that time when I was only 11 years old. 11, 12, get over a take. Because it was from... December to March and I was in 6th grade so I would have started off 11 and by March I would have been 12 since my birthday is in February but 
the thing with Krista didn't necessarily affect me too much in the way that you think. It still does, though. I don't like being touched. I can't stand the feeling of people's hands on me, which I guess is a big effect, but it's always really been like that. But the main thing that's affected me is knowing when I'm giving away my power to somebody else. And I'm feeling myself do that right now, which fucking blows. The amount of shit I've done for her in my entire life to be fucking treated like this and knowing I'm going to go back hurts that I could let myself fall back into that cycle again. You know, this has been going on for 20 minutes now. And I don't know how much longer any of you could take this. But please just understand I'm not coming from a point of pity for you to fucking listen to my things. I don't want you to feel bad for me. I don't want to guilt trip you into listening to this because obviously right now I've been guilt tripped into bullshit too many fucking times but yeah I hope that I'm able to make more of these please tune in more to hear the fucking crazy whack shit that goes on in my life I really do love having this outlet to talk so I guess this is for bye. Goodbye for now. I hope you all are having a wonderful day, night, or whatever time you are. And I'll see you next time.